Hey, I'm Justin Slim, host of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This conversation today is with Kristen Harvey. She's the head of CanFit Pro's Pro Trainers, and she leads and guides a team of about 200 people in Canada, as well as Saudi Arabia. Now, she's been teaching fitness for almost 15 years, and I thought it was really funny when we started about how she, uh, we started chatting about how she even got into fitness, and it was completely by mistake. I thought that was pretty funny. Now, her energy is so incredible. She just, she was laughing and smiling the whole time, Her and I was so thankful to have her on the podcast. Now, keep in mind, we did record this back in October, so the status of gyms was really up in the air, but there's still a lot of value that you're going to get out of this episode. And I wanted you to also keep in mind now that a lot of the programming that you're seeing across the country, uh, it has moved online. And we spoke a lot about who to trust, who to look for, and you know, it's not always about the pictures and just you know how people look. And there's a lot more that goes into uh, into this. So please, please, please make sure you check out your credentials before. Uh, trusting somebody in fitness, I think that's really important. The highlight reel only shows one side of it on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, whatever social media platform you uh, consume your fitness information. Just make sure they have their credentials. Uh, now, before we get started on the conversation uh, with Kristen, please, please, please do me a favor. Just pause the podcast for one second. Scroll down and let's give this podcast a five-star rating and a written review. That will help the podcast grow to a wider network and we can get this valuable information out there. Thank you so much. Now, let's get to Kristen. Right now, supporting local is more important than ever, and so is eating high-end local-to-your-province products. Once I discovered True Local, a local company that delivers high-quality meats from local farmers right to your door, I thought it was important to share the word. Use the code TRUESLIMFITNESS at checkout and get three pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef on the house if you purchase a regular box. Now, there's a link in the description of the podcast where you can discover more about the benefits of free run or grass-fed products. Plus, we're supporting local farmers. Again, that code, True Slim Fitness. Use that at checkout. T-R-U-S-L-I-M-M-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Use it at checkout to get three pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef on the house if you purchase a regular box. Thanks so much. Here's the podcast. All right, I've got Kristen Harvey with me on the Calgary Fitness Podcast. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. I, I know you're a busy person. You're joining me from Oshawa, Ontario. Uh, so I just want to know, give me a 50-foot overview of who you are and who you help. All right, so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, and absolutely, let me give you a kind of an overview of uh, of the different parts of me. Uh, so I do work at full-time um, at CanFit Pro. Um, and so we are Canadian fitness professionals. We certify the uh, personal trainers, the fitness instructors, the health and uh, healthy eating and weight loss coaches, um, and a whole bunch of other education. Uh, so we do, and on my side of things, uh, what I do is I work and coach the pro trainer, work with and coach the pro trainers. Um, so I have a nice big team of about 200 pro trainers that, uh, that I work with every day and, uh, right across Canada, um, and even in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I work to coach them and support them and be their, be their shoulder, um, and help them delivering the courses that CanFit Pro delivers. 
Um, as for me on another side, I am a fitness instructor. Um, actually, I should back that up a little bit. I am also a pro trainer as well. So and not only do I help them, but I also am a pro trainer. Um, I teach the CPR program. Uh, used to teach the body shred, the Jillian Michaels body shred program when we had it. Uh, that was a fun one. And, uh, and, but then, so, so kind of keeps my, uh, my hands in the, in the, uh, you know, bucket with, of, of what my pro trainers go through is what I also go through as well. So that's, I love having kind of both of those sides of things. Um, then, um, so we did get certified, uh, in both, uh, PTS and FIS, uh, with CanFit Pro. Uh, I started off as a personal trainer. And, uh, and then I moved on to doing fitness instructing, which I absolutely just adore. Um, I have been teaching, God, I actually thought about it and I thought, wow, I have been teaching since an instructor didn't show up to a class in 2006. <laughs> I'm like, have I really been teaching that long? <laughs> And I really have been, and it was a boot class, a boot camp, and uh, and I just went with the knowledge that I had as a personal trainer, and I just flew with it, and I realized that I loved it, and so I pursued more and more education about it, and then finally um, got into more things like spinning and uh, Bosu, and uh, and and did a lot of training with that, and then um, when the boot camp craze really took off. Um, then I, you know, I got trained in that as well. And, um, and then just, you know, got as much, as much experience as I could, uh, with that type of, of group fitness training. So that is what I still currently do. Uh, the gym that I work with is, um, it's a city run facility and they unfortunately are still closed, um, and still trying to decide what to do, whether they go virtual or <laughs> whether they go, um, in person, I'm on board for both. So, uh, so I just want to get back to teaching cause I miss it dearly. And I know my participants that, that came out to, um, to, to do it weekly and, and or, you know, a couple of times a week to do it, uh, are, I know they're missing it too. So we're very much looking forward to getting back to that. Um, so really, um, and, and, and what I, and then my next kind of step at this point is uh, really jumping on the uh, the online coach, um, you know, the, the online coach idea. And uh, I've 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 learned a lot about coaching over the years. Uh, I do a lot of coaching with my pro trainers, and um, I actually am literally like three pages away from coming a PN level one coach. <laughs> So, um, so I'm also uh, about to uh, have that under my under my belt as well. And I do want to take it into a coaching realm. Um, I do love coaching, whether it be in person and motivating people to, uh, to get to get, you know, active and, and have fun being active, or whether it's, you know, how do we make better food choices more often? Um, I really, really love that. It's my passion. It's it's what just really drives me and, and makes me happy. <laughs> so that's it. really I love that. So Kristen, I, I wanted to jump in. You mentioned PN. I took the plunge. So I'm getting certified PN level one as well right now. And for those of you that don't know what PN is, it's Precision Nutrition. Uh, it is just an amazing program so far. And and it's actually a very supportive network I have found very, very quickly. So if you haven't decided to make that commitment, like I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. Yep. 
Yep, it took me a it took me a little bit. I did some researching and I thought, you know what, this is a really cool program. And when I got the books and I started working, I like, ah, you know what, this was the best best decision I ever made was to take the end. So, <laughs> so yep, on so my let's way. Talk, let's talk about your background a little bit too. You mentioned that 2006, you kind of jumped in. You did a little bit of a, a group class because you had to jump in. But talk about your background before that. Like, what really got you motivated into helping people and getting into that? Uh, you know, personal training sphere. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, for years, fitness was just a thing. I had a, a really pivotal moment in my life where, um, you know, I was kind of a, a very young twenties. Um, and I was just happy to live, you know, I, you know, I just, okay, whatever comes to me, comes to me. And, and, and then I had a, a real, I mean, to be completely honest, a really bad, um, breakup from a teenage relationship <laughs> and to be totally honest uh, and I just started reevaluating everything in my life when I thought you know everything is just falling apart on me my whole idea of what my adult life was going to be I was going to have a bunch of kids and I was just gonna you know be a mom and that's and and that's great and but it, it all changed at that moment so I'm like, okay, so if this isn't me anymore, if this isn't what I want to do, if this isn't what I'm going to do, what am I going to do? And I realized that I was at the worst shape in my life. Uh, and, and I was, I was quite heavy and, um, and I wasn't happy. And I really had to do a lot of digging and think, what is that next step? And I got a membership at the Y and I thought, well, this is kind of fun. And the people that I'm meeting here are kind of fun. And then I started doing fitness classes. Uh, well, steps kind of, fun. I'm a mess on the step, but, <laughs> but it's fun because the music is fun and the people are fun and the instructor's fun. And then I started going to more classes and then I realized, you know what, I, I kind of want to be a fitness instructor. Um, and that didn't work out so good. I took the, I took the YMCA program and I didn't, I didn't like the actual, I realized that, you know, doing 32 counts was not really my thing. It was, I'm more of a interval kind of girl. Um, but, um, but, I, but what I did get into from there, once I took the fitness instructing was the spinning part of it. Um, we had just introduced, they had just introduced spinning at the Y. Um, and then I started just feeling better about myself and I started meeting new people and I started hanging out with groups that also like taking care of themselves, whether it was my friends just loved going for a bike ride at night. And now I had the energy to do that. Whereas before I really just wanted to sit and watch movies all night because I didn't have that energy. Um, so now I'm watching, now I'm, now I'm going on bike rides and I'm doing hikes and I'm, and I'm going to the gym and I'm feeling better and I'm, I'm enjoying my, the view in the mirror better and I'm just mentally I'm better. And, uh, and then I thought, you know what, this, this is something that like, why not live your passion? Why not live what you love doing? Because you can, I see personal trainers here. I see fitness instructors here. They're all, you know, they're all getting paid for what they do. I want to get paid for what I love doing too. So that's when I got into the spinning. Um, and I took, I took the certification there and, uh, and I started working with that a little bit, tried to teach the, you know, try to really wrap my head around the group fitness. Um, and then, uh, and then really, it kind of catapulted from there. I ended up taking, I ended up enrolling. I, you know, it kind of went along that a couple for a little, for a couple of years. Um, and then I started looking into, well, I want to be a personal trainer. I want to do this. And I, and I actually started the Mount Royal, uh, Mount Royal college program by distance education back when you had to like mail your stuff in 
and do yeah write it all down mail your stuff back in and, and wait for it to come back in the mail uh that was probably about 2004 and uh and I got halfway through it and I loved it, but it was taking so long and I just wanted to get started. And so I did some research and that's when I found CanFit Pro. Um, and I very quickly enrolled right away and I was certified as a personal trainer within uh, about three months. Uh, so uh, I got I got on the road to, to being a trainer and then it just really went from there. <laughs> I started, started snowballing into everything. <laughs> that's so cool. What a cool story. And I love that, like here you are, and you're just all these years later. You you still have that same. You can hear it in your voice. You still have that same passion every single day. I can tell, right? You just exude that that energy that people are really looking for. Dude, it grows every day. Like every day, I, and and because I'm surrounded by. How lucky am I to be surrounded by it? You know, I, I I've got a team of people who teach people to be personal trainers, teach people to be fitness instructors, teach people to help do healthy eating. And I'm just, I, I'm immersed in it every single day. So I, I am incredibly lucky. <laughs> so I want to rewind here and just go back to your work with uh, pro trainers. Like what the heck is a CanFit Fit Pro pro trainer? What the heck does that mean? And how do you help them? Amazing question. Yes. So a pro trainer, what they do is they are trained to deliver the CanFit Pro curriculums, which is personal training specialist, fitness instructor specialist, healthy eating and weight loss new, um, uh, coach. Um, and then we also have our uh, FMA, which is fashion movement and assessment program as well. Um, and then our CPR uh, that we offer as, uh, as well as a, as a nice little add on there for a one-stop shop. So that's what pro trainers, uh, we basically, we, we recruit them. Uh, they would send in, you know, they send in application packages, show us what they're all about, show us what they know, show us how they deliver the program uh, or any information. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then we have a look and take them to a training camp, get them all ready to go. And then they are licensed to go out and teach our curriculum that we've put together um, in, in the different courses and, and uh, examine them on it as well. So, and get them all certified, get our, get our future fitness professionals certified. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, I think it's so cool to have these things in your tool belt too, to make sure that you're, you're giving people these approaches because it's, it's, some people are looking for, you know, the, the, the strength training itself, but then others are looking for, well, maybe I can incorporate a little bit of CPR or incorporate, you know, the other thing. And I think having all of that in the tool belt is so, so crucial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, you know, both sides of it for um, a business, for our pro trainers, they're all independent contractors that work with us. Um, so, I mean, both sides of what you said there, um, our pro trainers um, create this wonderful business for themselves um, that catapults them to new and, and, and more, you know, bigger things. Um, uh, you know, some of them start off as pro trainers and then go on to be presenters at our conference. Um, and, uh, and and create continuing education programs. Uh, but then also on the other side, the students, uh, they have this one-stop shop of, of fitness, really. And, and how far do you wanna take your fitness career? You can, you can get the nutrition, you can get the uh, personal training, you can get the uh, fitness instructing, and then you get your CPR to, end, to, to top off your certification. So it really is a nice one-stop shop, depending on you know, either, either side that you're on it. <laughs> So one thing I really wanted to ask you, and it just kind of popped in my head here. I didn't really prep it, for, prep you for it, but I do want to know. I mean, there is so much fitness information out there. Like if you're on Instagram, I mean, I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but if you were to scroll through whatever, 
you are getting information left, right, and center, right? So talk about the difference between being influenced by someone who doesn't have the certification, but maybe has a nice booty or a set of abs, and then someone who is well certified. And like, what's the difference there? And I guess, where should people turn to get that knowledge and that information? Yeah, you know what? That's that's a really good question because that is a, it is a busy stream, isn't it? It is, man, what? I mean, TikTok, I got introduced to from my daughter, so I know all about that. <laughs> um, and there is, it, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, um, you know, any of those, it's just such a busy stream that just inundates your brain so many different things. And you're right. What do you believe and what do you not believe? Um, and that's, that's the really tough thing to decipher is, is, you know, great. I see that girl and, and she looks great. You know, I want her butt <laughs> you know? and look at her. She's doing, she's doing some booty band workout. And, uh, and, you know, so all I got to do is buy this band and I'm going to get that booty and I'm going to do a couple of things that she's doing. And, and you know what she, she has gotten, you know, and, and that's great. You know, the, everybody's, I think what's important to remember is everybody's path is different. Everybody's body is different everybody responds to exercise differently. So what I think is super important is with all of this media, the social media whacking you in the face constantly, um, is being really understanding that everybody is individual and everybody is going to progress at a different rate. Everybody's going to put a, being able to put a different um, level of effort into their fitness. Um, you know, some of these people there, that's what they do. All they will do is work out um, and they have, you know, great ways to do recovery. And, and, you know, maybe they aren't those busy moms that, you know, that are literally, you know what, if I could pack in a 20, 20 minute walk in a day, that'd be perfect. Well, you're not, you know, you're not going to get, that but from from that but you know what you will get a level of fitness so being choosy I, I i i do often say this be choosy about who you follow um you know if if your reality is not being in a gym two hours a day um and that frustrates you like you really kind of got to know yourself um and that frustrates you don't follow that person uh, because that is going to mess up your head because you're going to be thinking constantly, how do I, why is this not happening? Like, look at her. She's, you know, this is what I want or him. Look at him. Why, why can't I bench 300? Why can't I do that? Um, and, and it's really important to just re know your boundaries and say, you know what, maybe I do just need to follow that mom that is, uh, you know, if, 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 if you don't have the gym that you're able to get to, or the equipment at home that you're able to work on, um, but you know you want to maintain just a certain level of fitness, uh, you know, follow follow that mom who's just like, you know what, I got I got myself out. I got myself out of the house today. I got up. I got dressed. Because <laughs> those are right there, too. <laughs> and I, you know, I ate I ate a piece of fruit. So I'm doing really good today, <laughs> uh, you know. And, and um, yeah, and, and it's not to say don't follow the other ones for inspiration because I follow a whole gamut of people on, on social media. Um, you know, will I ever have the uh, the bodybuilder physique? No, I don't have that kind of time. What I love to, sure, but I don't have that kind of devote. And I know I don't. I know myself enough that I don't have that kind of time to devote to it. Um, but um, but then I also follow the regular every day. So there's there's a, a fine balance of knowing yourself and knowing what your brain can handle looking at, um, and then just giving yourself that grace. And giving your, you know, and knowing that, that just, you know, put, 
be okay with with unfollowing that person. <laughs> you know, it's okay. It, it's your choice. Your social media, your choice. If it's really driving you nuts that that person looks like that and you can't get there, then unfollow it and follow something. I love more that. Oh my God. And like you, yeah, you probably saw me on camera there, but I was on mute. I was saying thank you for saying that, right? Like I think you just, you really need to do an audit of your social media feed if you are feeling guilt, shame, comparison, uh, shiny object syndrome, all of those, if you start to experience any of that, maybe it's time to do an audit of your social media feed because I 100% agree. Sometimes we just don't have the time to get to the gym and that's okay, right? Just because an influencer is saying, yeah, 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 you have to go seven days a week. You have to you know, do X, Y, Z. I'm trying to sell you this band or this, you know, this supplement or this uh, pre-workout or whatever. I mean, that that's when you kind of have to use that. And being self-aware, I think that that was a really, really good point of it too, is knowing who you are and what your goals are will help define the people that you want to follow on social media. So true. It's, it, you know, it's a simple practice of finding your why. You know, why, do, why am I wanting to work out? Is it simply because I want a better quality of life or do I want to enter into that fitness competition? It's, you know, there's, there, there is space for everybody in the fitness industry <laughs> and there is opportunities for everybody in the fitness industry and it doesn't have to be you know it doesn't have to be massively um you know you don't have to immerse yourself in it so big that, that it's your entire life um but you just you get you, you just have to know your why and one, one thing i looked at when when i was doing a little bit of research on you is you do have a background in hockey Myself, I was on the ice as well. I, I know that you enjoy to play. So, so tell me about, you know, why you, like, what's going on with hockey with you? Uh, what's going on with hockey? It's, that's a sore point at the moment um, because they just canceled our league. <laughs> I just got the email about a week ago. Timing, I, timing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because that was my thing. I was so excited to get back on the ice and I like, yes, it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. But I mean, it was, you know, there were so many, there were so many rules that were going to be around it. Like you have to gather as a team. You have to, oh my God, it was going to be going back to um, like minor, minor hockey, like, uh, like tykes where uh, you have to, you came in your equipment all dressed <laughs> and you put your, your skates on, like literally that's what it was going to end up being. Yeah. <laughs> like, drive my car with all my equipment on but um but yeah it was it was so sad when I got the email that said it's been canceled until January I've been playing all my life uh, I think I started when oh I was eight maybe <laughs> I'm 46 now so that's a few years I've been playing hockey wow. um, so this is uh I've played anywhere from uh, oh gosh, when, when women's hockey started when I was eight, oh my gosh, we played with an eight, we had to play with an age range of, I think we had like age five to 12 or something. There just weren't enough girls to play in, in smaller age groups. So you literally had the older kids with the younger kids and, and it was just a free for all on the ice. Um, and then I moved up um, into pretty competitive hockey. Uh, and uh, then I played uh, and as an, as an adult realizing that, you know, I, probably am not going to be making Team Canada. <laughs> Very unrealistic to think that was going to happen. Um, and, uh, and then I ended up playing college hockey when I went away to college. And uh, that, was, that was some fun hockey. Um, and uh, I 
rough, very rough. I loved it. And uh, uh, and then I just I came back when I once I was done with college hockey, I got a couple of um, injuries from that due to, due to the roughness. And uh, and I realized that at that point, I'm like, you know, this is a, this is a highly recreational game for me and uh, just went back. I think I played a couple of years of, of higher level level adult as I was coming down from my college high. But <laughs> but then I, I realized, you know what, it's 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 literally this is for fun and recreation now um i'm not i'm not winning this you know i'm definitely not uh, getting recruited at this point i'm definitely not going anywhere else at this point so i'm just going to enjoy it for what it is and uh, lots of tournaments and and um you know just the the friendships that come from all of that and uh you know just the camaraderie of being on a hockey team and just you know it's it's so much fun so i am going to miss it dearly I, t- I take a couple of years off when I had my my daughter um but got right back into it and uh oh man I, yeah I will miss I'll miss it this year <laughs> oh I'm sorry I brought it up I had no idea that might have been messy <laughs> yeah so I like let's 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 pivot and let's talk about I mean it's just it's the reality of the world right now I get it I 100% get it but maybe tell me how you know, the pandemic has kind of changed your perspective, not even your perspective, but let's say your training practice in itself. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff is going online, it's going virtual. Like, tell me how you have changed, how you have pivoted, not only in your life, but in your business life as well. Yeah, so that the, the weekend that uh, we got the notification that we might be shutting down the office, um, actually, the, the best part was, I think that my favorite part was, well, we're just going to close for Monday and then see what happens. <laughs> you know, Monday, you'll be back in the office on Tuesday. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but that's when I think that's when it really sunk in. Um, I was actually training a pro trainer down in Niagara on the Friday before all that happened. And you know, we were talking about all these great plans about you know what he was going to do. and um, and then yeah and then the lockdown came and i don't think i have ever i have ever thought um that i'd made a smarter move in my life was when because i I realized it hit me i'm like oh god the gyms are closed i'm not teaching my classes anymore i'm not i'm not going to the gym anymore i don't i'm not at the office because we have a good uh, we have a good life attached to our office um i'm not going to the gym anymore I, oh my God, I made the smartest decision for a Christmas present for myself. I bought myself a sm- uh, squat rack. And I was like, that couldn't have happened better because as we all know, once everybody realized they were lock- in lockdown, you couldn't find fitness equipment anywhere. And I had, I, not only did I stock myself up with fitness equipment, not knowing what was going to happen, but I had gotten a really good deal on it too. So, <laughs> so I was like double lucky. And, uh, and, and so I had already in December at the end of December had set up a home gym for myself. Um, I wasn't using it a whole lot because I was still using the gym, but it was kind of like, well, you know what, those days when I don't feel like going out, that's what I'm going to use. It's, it's nice to have it. It's nice to have that space in my basement that I can put it there. Um, but it became very quickly when I realized it's work from home, I'm working you know, 12 to 15 hours a day right now. Um, this is my little sanctuary. This is my place to get away. And thank God I have it. Um, you know, I would have continued to do um, at-home workouts, but the fact that I was able to continue on my path of, um, I got into a really 
uh, this big love for for lifting nice and heavy. And uh, and while I do enjoy my HIIT workouts, I knew my body needed a break from the HIIT workouts, and I and I had needed to to pivot a little bit. So um, so the fact that I had bought all these extra weights and and plates and everything, and I'm like, wow, I can actually do this. And I and I actually got excited about the fact that I don't have to drive back and forth to work every day. <laughs> I'm working in my house. I don't have to do two hours of commuting um, like I normally did. So um, so I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is this is a chance for beast mode kind of thing. <laughs> and, and very quickly realized that uh, that the stress of of everything that was going to ensue after that. Um, okay. Beast mode, maybe I need to be put on the back back burner, but I'm so thankful um, that I had um, I, that I've had that I had the variety that I had. I had already also um, subscribed to the Les Mills um, virtual workouts as well, um, and, and realized that there were some you know for fun. I love doing the dance. I, I don't often dance in front of anybody, but in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> Absolutely, I was shaking it, um, but uh, but mostly, you know, like the the, the more uh, interval style workouts that they that they do. So I I literally that that was that was my that was my zone out. That was my chance to 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 wash the stress away of of work, um, and wash the stress away of of having you know trying to do homeschooling. I'm, I'm not, I'm a te- I'm a fitness instructor. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a teacher, and I, I mean, God love them. <laughs> that's a that's a tough job, and uh, and so um, yeah, so just that hour that I would take out of the day for myself, and I would just tell everybody in the house, you know, leave me alone, leave me alone. This is my time. This is my workout time, and God forbid any of them talk to me during that time. There were there were a few tense moments, but. <laughs> But that was my time. And uh, and so I was thankful to have all of the stuff that I had uh, and the knowledge that I had, because I found, um, you know, with the online workouts, uh, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody was was coming out with online workouts, um, whether it be classes or, you know, individual training. Um, I I had I was very thankful to have the knowledge to know you know, how to, if my body's hurting, maybe this workout doesn't seem great. You know, like I, I really, this is my path. This is what I wanted to do, but you know what? Today's just not feel, I'm not feeling that. Um, and being able to give myself hit with that knowledge and, and modifications. Um, that's one thing I noticed. I've done a lot of, um, a lot of YouTube workouts just to try them out. Um, and, and I worry sometimes um, that people who don't know how to provide modifications for themselves, and if that's not being provided on the YouTube workout, um, that there might be a lot of injuries out there that were unintended. Um, and, you know, so there's been times I've been thinking, I really got to take my knowledge online. <laughs> so it's something that's milling around in the back of my head. But, uh, but um, you know, I've, I've gotten some, I've seen some really great workouts. And I've seen some not so great workouts, <laughs> some questionable ones. Um, so there's there's a lot out there. Uh, but but you know anybody in this situation, um, you know that's one thing the fitness industry really stepped up, and said, all right, gyms aren't open. Here's the alternatives. Um, and I love that. I love that that happened. Um, there you know the fitness streams on Instagram, the fitness streams on Facebook. Uh, a lot of my pro trainers took their businesses online. And, um, and they were busier than they've ever been, which was amazing. So, uh, you know, while 
shutting down the gyms has been tragic and 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 awful and i feel for those gym owners um you know some of these independent people have really done great at stepping up and filling in that void totally i, I want to take it from the canfit pro dire direction too like i have gotten i mean i'm a canfit pro trainer and i get not a pro trainer but i'm a canfit pro trainer anyways yeah. I get the emails. Everything is virtual right now. Like, let's talk about the CanFit Pro events and everything like that. Like, do you see a future where we go back to live events or anything to that effect? Oh, that's, that's, you know, that is the biggest question right now out there is, okay, you guys are virtual. What, what's next? Um, so being able to go virtual was a, was a big jump for us and it was a good jump for us um it, it was terrifying to be completely honest it was terrifying in the beginning um we didn't know if we could i remember i remember that first week of lockdown and having these discussions about well what if this goes what if this goes longer than two weeks like we have all these courses on the on being posted um you know all these people registered what are we going to do with all these people who want to be you know fitness is going to carry on how are we going to certify these people? And, and we talked about it and we talked about it. And then one day, uh, I'll save you the very long story, but, but one day uh, in a meeting, we just said, you know what, we're doing it. We're flipping everything virtual. And literally the next day <laughs> it was, all right, guys, all courses are virtual now. Who wants on board? Um, let's work together. Let's come up with some best practices. Uh, let's make sure that we are in, you know, literally overnight offering people the same quality of education, but over Zoom or over Google or over Teams or whatever, however the platform they, they chose to run it over. Um, and same thing with our events. Um, we had, we initially, so we had Montreal coming up at the, I believe it was at the end of March and, uh, had to cancel. Obviously that one had to be canceled. There was nothing we could do about that one. We weren't even sure about what the virtual realm looked like there. Um, we then, I, obviously our focus turned to Toronto because that's the big one. If, if you guys have ever been to the Toronto event, <laughs> um, that's 6,000 people under one roof, at least, um, we as as the as the weeks went on, we realized, oh, that's not happening as things are being canceled all over Toronto um, and they're telling us, you know, this is just not going to happen. And, and so a decision had to be made very quickly on what was going to happen um, to our biggest event of the year. I mean, at CanFit Pro, the Toronto event is our Christmas. <laughs> that's our our year revolves around the second third week of august <laughs> and 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 the reality of after 20 i think that was going to be our 22nd year um this isn't happening it's just not happening but people are expecting to get their education people are expecting there to be a gathering people are people want this education so how do we get it to them and our events team i gotta go oh man i gotta give them the biggest high five ever because they kicked ass. They they were given the problem. They were given they were given a very short time to turn it around, and they did. And and the virtual event in August, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of nerves. <laughs> and, and I was I was part of the virtual event, um, helping with the moderating and the hosting of sessions. Um, and it was 
it was amazing. It was amazing. Honestly, it was amazing what they pulled off in such a short amount of time that that was years worth of work that they put into that. Um, in in a couple of months time and and they and they they knocked it out of the park they honestly did such an amazing job the event was great yeah there were some minor hiccups but that's that's virtual world now (laughs) you know dogs run into pictures um you know uh kids kids come and interrupt you while you're talking uh we lose feeds right like that's just it's acceptable um and so so to your question of is 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 in person ever coming back yes absolutely uh you know we're already feeling how um, that energy that's missing from a, from a room full of people. Uh, you know, yeah, you can look at screens and and that's good. And there is a, there is a different energy that comes from that. Um, but the energy that comes from a room full of people listening to, uh, you know, listening to a speaker about, uh, you know, how do we, you know, how do we incorporate the keto diet into our lifestyle? You know, like all this stuff, just or or the or the group fitness classes. Oh my goodness, the group fitness classes of you know learning new choreography and that excitement of being able to take that back to your club. Um, you know, the spinning sessions, all that stuff. Spinning, spinning was that's been a <laughs> in the last installment. So we just last weekend was our was our um, October installment of the virtual series, and it was a spinning focus, and and there was some there for sure <laughs> but uh, uh but yeah so so definitely there is an in-person once we get that green light to go ahead we will be back in person um the uh virtual will also still exist because what this has done is put us on a global stage and that part is the amazing part of it because um there with the events in particular so many people were not able to come to the events and were not able to experience the enormity of what that Toronto event was uh, because simply funds, uh, you know, downtown hotel Toronto or downtown uh, Toronto hotels are not cheap. Um, You know, the cost of coming to the conference, the cost of traveling, the plane ticket, for a lot of people just wasn't in their in their ability to do that but now um you know i was i was on a i was on a moderating a session this past weekend and you know we had scotland in the house we had you know we have we've had people from denmark take our courses iran take our courses Uh, so all these people and that's you know the, the pro trainers are so excited about that you know kind of flipping back to the courses is that now our courses are also on a global stage and that is so cool. Whereas before it was literally, okay, we've got this great country of Canada and we've got all these Canadians that want to be these future fitness professionals, but now we've got the world who can be fitness professionals with CanFit Pro. So yes, in person, yes, virtual, bit of a hybrid thing. And uh, I honestly think this is the brilliantly shining bright silver lining of COVID. (laughs) It's kind of an awakening, right? A lot of, and I love that you said a lot of people, like you have to give kudos to the people that went online right away. Like I think Good Life was offering online classes. I know Orange Theory was like, there's just, there's a lot of offers out there. And and that's the thing is you need to serve your base when there's like, you can't sit there handcuffed. And I love that we're innovating. it's, It's a big awakening. Oh, it's forced people to just think outside of the box. And that's what I love about it. So I want to talk about like some, some, you know, tangible advice right now for people in general. I mean, we're entering the winter months. It's going to get cold. We know that the snow is going to fly. It's going to be tough to get outdoors. Um, I, I'm really curious, like, what can people do in this but we know how important exercise is for mental health, right? So like, what can people do daily 
to, you know, really keep it up and, and keep moving their bodies, especially, you know, I mean, shorter days, we've got snow coming, everything. Right. Oh, man. That's, I think, I think a lot of us have been dreading the, the, the cold weather coming back. Um, I think at the end of, I think at the end, our, you know, we were, we saw a little bit of snow, um, you know, at the beginning of lockdown and, you know, the, but, it, but, but we knew that there was better weather coming. We, so people were getting out and, you know, people, I, I've never seen so many people walking and, um, you know, and just enjoying the outdoors as much as possible. But we do know that that's coming to an end, um, unless you're really a cold weather lover. Um, that's not me. <laughs> I, I am definitely feeling the effects as I know a lot of people are, um, that they kind of want to hibernate at this point. And that's, and that's normal. I mean, that happens in a good year where nothing crazy is happening. Right. Um, the, like you said, the days are getting shorter, it's getting darker earlier and, uh, and people kind of, you know, it's like, well, I could do workout or it's dark and cold. I could just sit under a blanket and, and, and be happy with that. So I think, I think right now is a really smart time to reevaluate your fitness goals and decide, okay, what do I have that I can work with? Um, you know, how do I, you know, can I, can I pivot? You know, gyms in Toronto just got shut back down again in a lot of regions around here just got shut back down again. So anybody who had that plan great, you know, cold weather's coming. The gyms are going to be, the gyms are going to, you know, the gyms opened up just in time and now they're closed again. <laughs> so, you know, I, I really feel for people. So I think now I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big um, advocate of goal setting. I mean, it's, it's a proven way to, 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 to get to where you want to go or at least get close to where you want to go. Um, and so sitting down and giving yourself that 15, 20, 30 minutes to, to really evaluate what do I want to do over the winter? What, what do I want to achieve? Um, do I just want to, you know, maintain what I have? Uh, do I want to really work it? Uh, you know, am I one of these people? It's like, yay. You know, like I've got, I've got four months to get bikini body for, for, for when it gets warmer again, you know, some people are really motivated by that. Um, or is it just, you know what, it's a win if I don't go home and sit on the couch every night. So what can I do? And like we talked about, um, you know, there's lots of stuff online lots of really reputable um, people online. So maybe it's investing, you know, the, the $10 a month into a fitness app uh, or, um, or be subscribing to something like, like Les Mills um, where uh, and a lot of them now will actually even give you a program. So you don't even have to think about it. If that's something, you know, like not everybody out there knows how to put together a program for themselves and that's okay because a lot of them have recognized um, that, Maybe, uh, you know, people need this help. So they've put together that program and literally all you have to do is subscribe and, and, and do it. Um, there's lots of free classes. So, you know, really thinking, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be at the end of this cold weather sprint we're about to go into? Um, and then, you know, how do I want to come out of this? And, and just sitting down, writing down those goals. It's so powerful to just write down those goals. Um, I've, I've adopted that over the last couple of years. And, and you know, I've come, I've come closer to my goals than I ever have in my life <laughs> by doing that. Um, so I think, and I think, you know, same way. I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm myself already feeling it that, you know, I don't, 
I, you know, how, how is this going to look when things get cold? I, I was used to doing hour long walks every day, um, you know, and being able to get out there and clear my head. Cause like you said, for mental health, it's so important. So how am I going to get that same boost? I, my walks weren't necessarily for, um, for getting to my goals, my walks were to clear my head. So how am I now going to do that? So what does that look like? Does it mean, um, you know, does it mean buying some really warm clothes and continuing to do your outdoor walks? Maybe you know, it's funny. I, I said on a different podcast, I think this year is going to be the year where snowshoe sales go through the roof, toboggans, right? Yeah. I think that those kinds of, yeah, you're going to see a lot of people actually embracing it. In my opinion, I think a lot of people are going to have to, right? I mean, it's, it's a necessity. Yeah, absolutely. I, oh gosh, yeah, snowshoes, man, that'd be fun to get, bring that back. <laughs> Cross-country skis. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's, it's, it's changing, right? But I, I love that you can almost, you can refocus your goals. It's okay if you're just taking a couple of months to still move that body with a couple of dumbbells and a bench that you have at home. That's fine. And if you're doing step ups on your stairs, okay, so be it, right? Let's just yeah, try and focus on that. I think that that's a really good uh, point. Now, there are some prospective fitness coaches that do listen to this is now the time to get certified to become a fitness instructor. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, there's, if it's something that you're thinking about, um, you take the leap, honestly, take the leap. There is so much of a need for it out there right now. Um, and, 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 you know, and again, I always go back to know your why. Why do you, why do you want to become, is this something you want to do online? Because there's a lot of that right now. Um, you know, how are you going to set yourself apart from all the other, you know, all the other trainers out there or all the other instructors out there who are offering online? Because quite honestly, there's room for everybody. Um, you know, is it is it that you're in an area where they are hiring at the gyms again? You know, the gyms are open and they're not as, you know, there are there are lots of areas of Canada where the gyms are back up and running and and, you know, yeah, new protocols, but, but things are working well. And, um, you know, so, so, you know, and then, like you said, heading into the winter months, um, you know, maybe people are thinking about adding on that gym membership because we can again. And, um, you know, from being in the fitness industry for years, there are so many people that put their, their membership on hold over the summer because <laughs> they're going to be outside. Um, so yeah, this time of year, um, typically on a, on a, you know, September is a really heavy month for, for courses and for people attending courses at CanFitPro. Um, so it kind of fits right in the line of, you know, really any time is a good time <laughs> to, to get certified because if you're feeling that passion and you're feeling that energy to get it, harness it and go with it. I love to hear it. Yeah, take the leap, right? Because I think indecision will down the road only leads to regret, right? So if you are on the fence right now, it's like totally, totally make that leap. I love to hear it. And you know, when I did it back in 2012, I think it was the best decision I ever made because not only did it give me like the knowledge to to actually know what I was talking about, because I was a gym goer, sure, right? But could I tell you what a certain muscle would do? Like, could I tell you what an antagonist muscle could do? No, I couldn't. I had no idea. It was just like, yeah, I just I put the things up and I put them back down again. But <laughs> even having that knowledge in your tool kit is so, so, yeah. I think it's beneficial, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. That's great. So one final question here. You did mention that you, um, I mean, you've got a daughter. So tell me about uh, life as a parent. What does that mean for for fitness and especially with a young girl, like, tell me about like 
trying to instill movement into, you know, the psyche? Like, how do you encourage a kid to keep their bodies moving at, the, at such a young age? Oh, man, that's a million dollar question. Um, yeah, it is. It is challenging. That's the word for it. Um, so <laughs> I have always from the from the day she was born, I was, uh, you know, I was just chomping at the bit to get back into fitness. Um, and when when everything was good and I could get back on it again, I literally had her always there because I thought that's the influence I want. I want her to be influenced. I'm going to let her make her own choices. But um, at the end of the day, I want her to see that moving your body is an incredibly healthy thing to do. And and um, and so she's always been present um, in my workouts. I've always encouraged her to be part of the workouts. Um, she, when she was younger, it was, hey, yeah, this is fun. Now she's 10. <laughs> and I'll, I'll still say to her, hey, you know, like, uh, do uh, 10 burpees. And she'd be like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> and uh, however, so what I've learned is, you know, and trying to get her into different sports. I mean, I would absolutely be over the moon if she wanted to play hockey. Um, no hockey bone in her body at all. Her both her father and I played hockey right from the young age. <laughs> she does not have she does not have one one uh, bit of hockey desire in her. Um, uh, and recently, recently, it's been football she wants to play. <laughs> which, which, okay, it's movement. It's great. You know, we go out and we throw the football around. Uh, but, um, but I'm going to tell you, I have learned that you really just have to let them find their own way about how they want to move their bodies. Um, we've done everything from dance to soccer to, um, oh man, just, you know, everything running, you know, like I, I put her in a couple of, we, we did a couple of one K's together and, um, and, you know, and she really is, you know, at this point in her life, um, she's, she's fascinated when I do fitness instructing. She, I, I actually, I laugh because the, the very, the very last class I taught before the shutdown, um, she came, she came with me to the studio. <laughs> It was a bit of a, a bit of a, a childcare issue, and she ended up having to come with me. And she's in the back, and and I'm doing um, uh, plank jacks, and she's she's watching, and she's watching, and she starts to do them too, and she's getting all excited, and she's and and it was a plank jack that that turned into a burpee, and and then up and down, and up and down, and up and down, and then she puked all over the studio. <laughs> Which was not at all how I had planned it. <laughs> that was a real nice send off from my last class that I taught. <laughs> the poor students, the poor participants. Um, not how it planned, how it was planned. But um, but so ever since then, she does not do burpees because apparently burpees make you throw up. <laughs> Which did nothing to to um to you know like uh, my argument of hey, <laughs> let's do burpees. Uh, so. Um, so over over the lockdown, um, her not going to school, um, she is an only child, so she you know she doesn't have that sibling to um, you know be busy with. Um, and really, when when it was the fact that we didn't get to see other people, um, it was tough. And and I noticed her 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 desire to move going down big time, um, and her screen time up. <laughs> as as was her mother's screen time was up with work um and so trying to get her to do workouts and 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 I laugh about this because you talked about TikTok um she got into TikTok 
And she, and as you know, on TikTok, there are lots of dances on TikTok. <laughs> lots of choreography to learn, whether it just be hand or whatever. Um, but there are times I'll watch her and, you know, at first I was annoyed. I'm like, oh, you look so twitchy. Like you have to go to the bathroom all the time. But then I realized, you know what? She's on her feet and she's moving. If this is her form of exercise and movement, I'm on board with that. <laughs> I mean, this they, they said the same thing like in 2016 when Pokemon Go came out and everyone was like, oh, your nose is in the phone all the time. But if this means that people are actually getting outside, getting the vitamin D, moving their bodies like what's so bad about that yeah everybody has their own movements that they that they like and and hers happens to be doing tiktok dances and uh, i mean now she's back at school so um you know there's there's the every day she comes home they made us run again <laughs> i'm like well do you dance still though she's, oh yeah we dance at recess all the time <laughs> i'm like good you're getting so much so much activity and like I, I mentioned to you before we got on here that i have a couple of dogs and and um you know and then there, there became a, a nightly ritual of walking the dogs as well which she was okay with because that that's our talking time that's our mental time together and and uh, and that has been a great you know a great thing that has come out of this for me too is that is that getting her undivided attention while we while we walk some dogs around the neighborhood and and uh um so the movement there as well so so that's really what i've learned with her is that you know you gotta you gotta whether it's her or anybody else that um you know when it comes to fitness just giving them that grace and just saying you know what you you're gonna find your own movement pattern you're gonna you're gonna find what 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 drives you what fires you up what what gets you excited and just because i love playing hockey doesn't mean you're love you're gonna love playing hockey as long as you're moving i'm happy that's and that's really what it comes down to for anybody whether it be my daughter or anybody else if you're moving and you're happy i'm happy <laughs> totally i love that well kristen thank you so much for your time i do want to acknowledge you for a minute and just say thank you so much for the energy that you continue to exude even in a time where a lot of people are struggling through this right now and for you to have that energy and show that you're such a happy and vibrant spirit I think that that is going to make a lot of people know that you are a safe person to turn to and you're a safe person to, you know, help them through their fitness journey. So I want to acknowledge you through, for, for that. I think that right now the world needs people like you. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Well, thank you for, for giving me the chance to uh, to uh, use my voice and uh, and be part of your your awesome podcast as well. <laughs> of course. And now let's throw out some uh, some places where people can find you, get more information about what you're up to, what you're doing, and uh, maybe get a little bit more if they're interested in, you know, CanFit Pro. Absolutely. So on the CanFit Pro side of things, very simply, www.canfitpro.com. That's where you'll find out about events and also all of our upcoming courses, uh, whether they are in person or virtual, because we do still have both running. Um, so you can visit the website for that. Um, on my side of things, uh, I do actually, I, I'm, I'm an Instagram girl. I, I do like that, that platform. Um, so I have a couple of different ones. Um, I can give you those. The uh, CH underscore fit lifestyle is my new one that I am actually I've just launched um, on the on the the cusp of becoming precision nutrition level one um, and and kind of launching into a coaching <laughs> situation. Um, so that is that's just all about you know, living that fit lifestyle, understanding everybody has a different, a different why and, um, you know, and coming together and sharing and engaging and, and uh, you know, 
celebrating our wins and you know and and being okay with our losses and uh, and all of that that's what that one's about um and then a little bit more of a personal side of the camp but still lots of fitness in there and my dogs if you want to see a couple of really cool rescue dogs uh <laughs> Kristen, which is c-h-r-i-s-t-e-n um underscore harvey 74 um they can they can uh, check out uh, how cool rescue dogs can be there because <laughs> that's my other passion <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time today. Just hang out uh, for just one second. I uh, just want to say goodbye to you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. Before you go, make sure you leave a written review and a five-star rating so that we can grow this podcast. Have an awesome day.